Okay, uh, costume check, uh, wristbands check, um, dogs check. Uh, JB, uh, what's going on, man? Oh, um, maybe got my checklist, make sure I'm all ready. Oh, yeah, I get wristband too. I've got a little costume, yeah. yeah. Um, axe detector check. Wait, wait, wait. Axe detector? Yeah. You need an, like, an actual axe? No, no, axe body spray. This 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 is one of those patent pending inventions. You hadn't heard about it? No, I, I know what it is, but yeah. I'm, this, I'm confused here. This is one of those people who decide not to bathe for like two or three or four days in a row at these conventions and just spray Axe body spray all over themselves. Oh. I don't want to be near them. So this thing will detect them from 100 feet away. That case, give me one too. All right. Two Axe body spray detectors, check. Stop the show, man. All right. Listening to the old Titans. I emphasize old too much there, but the old Titans. This is your co-host, John Paul. The less old Titan, B-Man. You are less old. I am less old. <laughs> Although, were we both in walkers in the picture? I think we're both yes, in walkers. Yes, we both are. The only difference is you have the hat. And I had a belly, which a I'm belly. still upset about Nick O'Brien. Uh, you know, That's going to change. We both have a belly. Not in the picture, maybe. We both have a belly. Your belly's bigger. Mine's bigger? Yes. Okay. You have more gray hair and your beard? This is true. I'm about to shave that off. I can take care of that right now. I'm going to shave mine off too, so that's good. All right, all right. So, we're ready for an exciting week leading up to something really exciting. I've already got it. There we go. So, I think that's a good lead into our question of the week. Yes. John Paul, what are you looking forward to most at MegaCon this year? This was an easy one. I, I, I thought it would be a hard one because there's so much cool stuff that goes on. In the end, very, very easy. I even wrote it down so I didn't forget it. How you know, that's, that's how bad my memory is being an old, old Titan. Yes. So it's hanging out with friends, premiering Booster and Beetle, our my, my wife's costumes, and going to the DC panel as Booster and Beetle, hanging out with friends. Wow. Okay. Kind of a combination thing there. It's, it's maybe not an exciting answer, but it's it's just kind of the experience and everything. No, that's a, actually a good answer, JP. It's similar to my answer, actually. Okay. You know, people would say artists, celebrities. You know, Jason Moa is supposedly still going to be there. Right. Norman Reedus is not supposedly. coming. Supposedly. <laughs> He's not coming, let's be real. Um, but anyways, uh, last year, as you know, I took my daughter. Originally, yep. I was taking her on Thursday, only Thursday. Yep. She had a great time on Thursday, and I took her back on Sunday. Yep. I remember that. This year, um, she's gonna be, it's going to be her seventh birthday. The first day I met her on her seventh birthday. I'm taking her off four days. That's the plan this okay. year. Okay, right. we need to do one thing in case she happens to hear this on that day. I don't think you have her listen to the podcast, but just in case she does, happy birthday, Quinn. Yes. So, um, she and honestly, wife and I joked around about this. Is that Quinn has not shut up about MegaCon since last MegaCon. This That's is cool. exciting to her. This is fun to her. That's very cool. Uh, this Saturday, the Saturday there, if you see us, right now, planned she's going to do a costume with her godfather. Between Pennywise and she's going to be Georgie. Yeah, that, this one's kind of, it's cool it's dark. and creepy, dark, whatever you want to call right. it. Right, you know, and, and there's only a couple people that I would let her actually do this with. Yeah, yeah. And he's one of them. Oh, oh yeah, he's she, fine. She won't be scared of him. And it's going to be creepy, but I think it, she likes that factor. Like, at home, she likes to yeah. look at her, she likes <laughs> scaring me, that kind of stuff. Okay, so big question. I think you had mentioned this before, and I asked, and I don't know if you ever decided to do it. Are you going to give her a fake arm? To like put inside the sleeve. To... Everybody's asking about the fake arm. I think the fake arm is too much. I agree. I just didn't know if you decided to do it. The fake arm, I think, is 
too much. I think we might do pictures with her, him, kind of, you know, holding around, trying to bite it. Yeah, okay, that works. But actual fake armor itself, I think that's just that works. that's too much. That's no, that works. too far. That works. Maybe so, when yes. she's nine or ten or eleven. Yeah. Of course, then she'll be too tall to do. Georgie, yeah, I mean, again, part. Georgie's a boy. She's obviously a little girl. Yeah, but. We're looking forward to this a lot. She's yeah. looking forward to MegaCon. She cool. wristbands came in yesterday. Hey, cool. So Good. yes. Yeah, I got mine like two days ago. I think it was. So they're they're shipping out in waves or oh, really? whatever. So two days ago. Huh? I think it was two days ago. Maybe three days ago. Well, so why did I get mine later? Well, you ordered yours later. No, I don't care when you order them. I mean, they ship on the same day. Well, I don't know about that. We live like ten minutes away from each other. Not to slam them, but I'm not sure how efficient this new company that owns MegaCon is. Okay. We'll get into that later on. Yeah. No, I mean, nothing against them. I mean, yeah, no, got, I mean, you're right. Yeah, no, we're company, we're going to mention a couple of things here, too. Okay. That's kind of so, go ahead, yes. So, should we get into the news? Yes, news. All right. Not Pennywise, who you just mentioned, but um, in the news is Pennyworth. Alfred? DC News. DC Coming, News. John Paul, look yeah, at that imagine craziness. That, imagine that. But you're the one, actually, who first told me about this one. Yeah. So, Alfred is getting his own series, supposedly. Everybody's getting a Batman series except Batman. Yeah, this one's going to be on Epics. It's, that's who's giving it the green light. Where's Epics, by the way? Uh, who owns it? No, like, or, where, I, can't, I know that. It's one of the pay. It. It's one of the pay ones, like Showtime. And, okay. and all that. Um, I can't remember if Epics is where. Uh, no, Stars is where um, Evil Dead was. So I don't know about Epics. But anyway, on Epics, ten episode order for it. I don't know if it ever go beyond the ten episodes, but it could be a very cool spy thriller type show. The good news about this, when I heard about it, I was worried originally. Mm-hmm. The good news is this isn't like Gotham, where they, okay, you want to take these characters and completely change everything. Right. This is, you don't know, think about Alfred, all these years he's been in the comics, they never really delved like, too right. much into his past. Right. You know he was a spy, but that's about it. Right. That's really it. And, you know, he obviously medically trained, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so this isn't getting into it. So it could be interesting because okay. they do have more liberties with this one to change things. The only worry is that it is the same showrunner, creator that did Gotham. That's the only worry. Yeah, that worries me too. I mean, people love Gotham. No, I'm not one of them. And it could be great. Believe me, Grant Morrison has written some horrible stuff and has written some great stuff. So I mean, you can have the same person do do both. The problem things. with that is, I think his horrible stuff has been so horrible that it outdoes his great stuff. Yeah. Crisis yeah. was pretty bad, right? No, not well, Crisis. Which one was the last one? Infinite well, Crisis. Let's pick somebody more recent. Zack Snyder. He has directed some really cool stuff. Yeah, he has. Like Watchmen. Yes. And then he's directed some stuff that he hadn't done that great a job with. Correct. So, you know, that's, that's you know. Okay. All right. Um, guess whose news I have next? DC. More DC. Okay. This is more right. DC. It's going to be kind of I'm heavy. so excited. Yeah. DC heavy in the news. Look yeah, at that. Kind of DC heavy. It's okay. one of those weeks. It's very TV heavy. Doom Patrol. So, um, the DC Universe streaming... Um, service that's coming later this year. Titans is one of the very first shows. I think it's the first live action show is going to be on there. One of the episodes titles is Doom Patrol, where they're introducing the Doom Patrol. They've already greenlit them into having their own spinoff series. And Cyborg's going to be in the beginning. He's not part of the Doom Patrol, but he's going to be like asking them to do some kind of mission. So we Cyborg, know, like, the movie Cyborg, that guy, same guy. I doubt it'll be the same one. It'll probably be a new one for TV or for streaming service, okay. whatever. Um, a whole bunch of renewals and cancels and finales and stuff happening about now. We just finished the Upfronts week. Um, all the different um, networks did all their stuff. And a bunch of stuff. I'll start with the Marvel one. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was renewed. And they have not said that it's its final season. They currently have no... That's going to season seven now? Is that right or six? Um, that's a good question. It's one of those two. Thanks. I'm, I'm going to go with six. Because I believe Arrow came out the year before. 
and I think that's why they kind of rushed S.H.I.E.L.D. into production. They didn't want to be behind on TV. Since they were hit movies already, they didn't want to be behind on television. So S.H.I.E.L.D. should have been one season later. And that was kind of shocking because a lot of people thought S.H.I.E.L.D. get canceled after season one. Yeah. Season one's ratings weren't, like the first show broke records. Yeah. And then it fastly dipped. I think that was Marvel saying, we're not canceling something, we're not, we're going to give it more time and see if it fades. Well, or well you know, speaking of Marvel cancellations, John Paul, they didn't cancel on humans. Let's be real, that just got canceled. The, the only failed Marvel property in the last 10 years. And that was the thing about it was I remember when they, excuse me when they first came out, people were saying that was canceled already. I remember that when like the first it was he was terrible from day one. I think that's like, why. I think that the first episode of the Shave Medusa Sayer. Yeah. Like what's the even the purpose of having Medusa in here now? Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of like they did. Such I a never bad actually job. watched it at all. I had no desire to watch it. I watched part of the first episode and it was so bad. And that kind of shocks me the fact that Marvel does have more heroes to capitalize on, and I'm kind of confused if they're in this period where. I put them in the movies, I put them in TV shows. So they, like Moon Knight, for example. Yeah. Um, people talk, everybody wants to do Moon Knight right now. Yeah. Where is he? Is he going to be a TV show? Is he going to be a movie? And nobody really, and there are other things like that. I think this is where Marvel and DC have more similarities than differences. They have very much differences in the way they're approaching the movies. But something, there's still something about ex- movie and TV executive mentality that is not normal. Something that fans see easily. Like we talked about, I think, last week or the week before. The question would be a fantastic TV show. There, yes, there are certain absolutely. things fans just recognize would work. That was my pick, by the way. Well, Thank you. Let me know. Yes, but it didn't get discussed and just lingers out there forever and ever and ever. Um, Booster and Beetle. Forget about whether you like Booster and Beetle. I don't. They're a very fun um, pair. DC fans really want that movie, and it just keeps lingering and lingering and lingering. Yet they'll greenlight something like Doom Patrol. Now, Doom Patrol could be a great series. But they greenlight Doom Patrol. They greenlight Luke Cage over Moon Knight. They, they you know, they greenlight all these things. So you're like, why did they choose that one over these other ten obvious choices? And sometimes it has to be because they want to save some for the theater, where they can make, you know, a billion dollars instead of a TV show where they make millions of dollars. That's got to be what it is. But it has to be kind money. Of the hiatus right now. This is just confusing to me. And you can, right now, the capabilities, I don't know why you just don't do like a 10-episode Netflix show and do a movie after that in the theaters, or vice versa. And I think that executive mentality says if they were on TV, it lowers their ability to make money in the theater. Well, then go theater first, then go TV after. I know. It, I mean, none of it makes that, sense. That's don't, don't get me wrong. None of it makes sense. That's just, I think, what okay. causes it. Well, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back, which... Um, it's good, actually. Yes. it's good, actually, because this season has actually been the best season of it. It's, they actually did a fantastic time travel, Earth-destroyed, out in outer space with the Krees and Skrulls and all this different stuff. They did a really, really cool season. I've heard that it got better every season. The problem is, you know, season one had a big problem. It was yeah. just yeah. very lax until when disclosure happened, and then it got better. Yeah, That's like five episodes got better. Yeah, you didn't want to wait. And then season two, same thing happened. I'm like, you know, I'm done. I think because of the way this latest season was a huge jump, like last season ended with them all disappearing and this season began with them you know I don't know how many years in the future a couple hundred years in the future I don't know some some big number of years into the future with a small core not the entire cast but a small core of the cast and um, it was a good jumping on point like if you if you'd not been watching it or anything else you everything you needed to know was in that first episode and you could start there so it might be a good one if you is Agent May back. still on it? yes she ha- has she aged yet? Because <laughs> she is up there in age, and you know she no, has. She still looks great. 
She does. I mean, she, yeah. I, I just shocked by that. Well, and they even had to build something in for her character in that first episode because the actress had hurt her leg, and so in in character when they all appeared in the future, they had them appear in different spots. They had her appear and. You've seen this in other shows where they have teleportation accidents where somebody materializes inside a wall. She materialized with like a piece of rebar through her leg or something. Because she's like 54 and she looks like late 30s. She's like, she, has, she has some of the same genes as Linda Carter. Maybe okay. that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. She has those mutant, never-aging genes. Must be. Yeah, Dick Clark genes. Yeah. yeah kind of... All right, some of the other ones. Um, the CW released its schedule for the fall. Um, okay. They do have a few of their finales going around now. Arrow finished last night, Flash next week. But coming next season, the CW is expanding to um, Sunday night as well. And the new um, schedule will be Supergirl on Sunday, Legends tomorrow followed by Arrow on Monday, Flash followed by Black Lightning on Tuesday. So they're grouping them back together a little bit and letting Supergirl lead off. The Surprise, they're going on Sundays in fall time with football going on. Different demographic. I mean, I think the two shows that are going to be on Sunday night are going to be Supergirl followed by Charmed. Uh, How many people who watch those two shows are really going to care about football? Fair enough. I mean, there's going to be a little overlap, but... I know you do, Jumbo. Oh, yeah, man. I watch Supergirl. I don't care about football. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of thing happens. I mentioned Booster Gold, by the way, a minute ago. Yeah, I'm glad so, you did. So, uh, just finished up a story arc in Batman, where he was giving him a wedding gift and kind of screwed up time and all that kind of stuff. Not surprised. Yeah, it happens. But Tom King is writing Batman. It's been a very good run. Um, Tom King tweeted uh, just yesterday... I believe it was just yesterday, that he has big plans for Booster Gold. He's going to become kind of the center of the DC Universe and has a big major storyline coming, his own book, that kind of stuff. So Booster Gold is about to come back. I'm very happy for you. I'm very, 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 very happy. And last bit of DC news that I have, and then there's other news I know you've mentioned that I forgot, and I'm going to mention it out loud that I forgot, and one of them's horrible that I forgot, but I'll get off across the good, last of the good, good ones. Good. The CW um, crossover announcement. So... Um, the CW crossover next year is going to be in Gotham City. Batman? This, and this is not the Gotham TV show, but it'll be in Gotham City. Batman? And there will be Bat-woman. No, not Batman. No, Batman. Because why have Batman, right? Why have Batman in Gotham City? It makes no sense. Why would you have Batman in Gotham yeah, City, right, Jumpo? Right. You're going to a city, Jumpo. Maybe this takes place while the Justice League is elsewhere. I know. I know. And how is there a Batwoman without a Batman? There's not. So Batman exists. They just haven't shown him yet. Okay. That's all the news you have? That that was it. um, Other than the things that I forgot. Because you know a movie came out last night, Jumbo. And from what I heard, but using your own quotes, it is breaking records left and right for R-rated movies. Yeah. A little movie called Deadpool Well, at least left. We don't know about right yet. There's only one record. It's going to break. You have to have at least two records to do left and right. It's going to break every record for R-rated movies. For R-rated. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Can't you wait to go see that movie, Does it have a subtitle, or is it just Deadpool 2? I I think it's Deadpool 2. I have no idea. Okay, I didn't know if it was like Deadpool 2, Dead Before Dawn, or one of those kind of... That'd be a cool title. But um, Deadpool 2, we'll call it Deadpool 2. Okay. I know know, um, Walmart is doing a huge marketing campaign. Marvel's and Fox are doing big campaigns everywhere. Walmart has a big campaign where they've replaced the covers on a ton of different movie titles, and Deadpool is on them. Really? So, like, Deadpool is swimming across the ocean with Jaws coming up from underneath... You know, the classic cover. Um, things like that. So a whole bunch of them at Walmart you can buy with Deadpool on the cover. No kidding. Yeah, go figure. It's clicker stuff right there, John Paul. Mm-hmm. I might go to Walmart if I can find one. I think, I think I'm close to one. There's, there's one nearby. So, um, yeah, but Deadpool 2 came out there. Smash Thursday Records, I believe, for yep. R-rated movies. Um, 
It's going to probably take out Avengers from number one spot, maybe. Yeah, it, it probably will for this weekend, but Avengers will stay number two. So Josh Brolin will, you know, just have a little bit of money in his pocket. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Being the two top movies, both Marvel movies. Yeah. I'll dip who's more Marvel, sent, uh, kind of. Yeah, Fox Marvel, yeah. Yeah. But, it's um, Marvel, not Disney Marvel, but yes. Fox Marvel. But um, I'm hopefully see it this weekend. Probably not, because we know my luck. Come see, come see a movie opening weekend, and we'll see it. But it's going to be great. I think you have one other piece of news that I forgot, which is yes, terrible. Yes, this one actually breaks my heart. You forgot this one, John Paul. I know. Margot Kidder, at 69 years old, has passed away. Yep. Lois Lane. I, that night, I watched Superman. Yes. Uh, the Christopher Reeves Superman. And um, as I used to say, Christopher Reeves was my Superman. She was my super, um, well, Supergirl. Lois Lane. And out of every character, I, always, I still say this to this day. Out of every character for movies, you know, J. John Jameson, the Spider-Man movie, the original ones. Yeah. I've got that actor's name right now. And J.K. Simmons. Yes. He was, he was, Sim- he was uh, J. John Jameson. Oh, perfect. He was born to be that. Kind of like Robert Downey Jr. was born to be Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, I thought Martin Kidder nailed Lois Lane. See, You're going to disagree here with me. I know that. She wasn't bad in the part. She was kind of average to me in the part. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed you her. You like the original still, right? No. No. Actually... Believe it or not, my favorite, between Takeaway Animated, kind of like with Kevin Conroy, Batman, yeah, yeah. Takeaway Animated, the one who I think had the best take on the personality, not necessarily every story, but the best take on the personality is Erica Durance from Smallville. I thought she had just the right sarcasm, you know, whatever you want to call it. Lois Lane, thing. to me, Michael Kidder was the best. Just the fact that Lois Lane was hard-nosed, fearless. She would get in the middle of trouble. Oh, yeah. She had no problem doing that, and that was uh, Margot Kidder played it perfectly. I thought Margot was great. Um, you know, I know she had a rough time after those movies back oh, in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. She had a really rough time. You know, Buddy Shockey met her at MegCon a couple times. Um, very, very sweet lady. Met a lot of fans, took pictures with them, no problems with it. That's cool. Um, yeah, she charged for autograph, but she charged for pictures. Even to picture with her, no problems with that. She was just very friendly, very kind lady. Heartbreaking news. Uh, yeah. She was part of Smallville as well, a couple of shows. She'd been Halloween 2, the remake, which was terrible, but she was in it. And was lame, so. Okay, so she was in the Halloween 2 remake? Yeah, the Rob so, Zombie one. She okay. was a psychiatrist. Which well, is bummer then. Because I was kind of hoping, I know Christopher Reeve's last role on screen was actually in Smallville. Yeah. She was in Smallville too. And since I didn't know about the Rob Zombie thing, I thought, well, it's sad that they're both gone. It'd be kind of cool that they both, their last role was in a Superman-related thing. That would have been kind of a nice send-off, yeah. but unfortunately, it's Rob Zombie. We're going to forget about that one and say it was small. I, I think she might have done stuff since then, too, but maybe she is a very small part. She had an easier time to do stuff than Christopher Reeve did. Obviously. Well, yeah, obviously. But, yeah, she is gone. Um, but, again, MedicineCon, it was yeah. good time. I so still- since you mentioned that, we'll, we'll end on a happier note. Yes. Even though we've said it before, one last bit of news. In less than one week, MegaCon! Less than one week. All right. You're excited to jump all the teams. Well, I'm trying to be excited. Because you, you weren't excited to gold this year. No, not really. Okay, well, let's start why we weren't excited. Because I'm excited. Um, it'll feel like I'm just trying to compare conventions. I get excited about DragonCon. We, we know I like DragonCon. What I really love about DragonCon is all the different fan-run content, with panels and all the rest in small rooms, 50 people talking about stuff they really love, and there are hundreds and hundreds of hours of that kind of content at DragonCon of all the most obscure things possible. And at MegaCon, the schedule is very, very, very light. It's all about the celebrity guests and the celebrity guests and making money. 
and that's it. And I'm okay with the company making money. I got no problem with that. But I wish they programmed more content. So I, I downloaded the app, the MegaCon app, went through the entire schedule of every single item in it, marked everything that I might be interested in, had to take away a couple that were, and not many, but a couple that were programmed opposite each other. Right. And in the end, I have two things I'm interested in on Thursday, two on Friday, three on Saturday, and two on Sunday. Whereas when I do the same thing for DragonCon, I usually have like 10 per day. And if you counted the stuff that overlaps each other, 30 per day. So it, it's that's the reason I don't get excited about it, because I there's just not that much content. It'll still be fun. I'll still go and have a lot of fun. Um, I just need to focus that fun on just the hanging out with friends and such and enjoying them. Yeah, but you have more friends to go to Megcon later, don't you? Um, no. Are you seeing other friends? Are you really seeing other friends? We lived in Atlanta for a while, so we have friends from Atlanta. This is news to me, John Paul. I'm glad you told me this. You know, I I wish you told me this earlier. So it's about the same. About the same number. Uh, But no, I am am looking looking forward to it. There's a bunch of stuff going on. I am prepared... That was my paper being snapped to show how yes. prepared I am. With a number of things going on at MegaCon this year that we can talk about. I'm downloading the app as we speak, so go ahead and do it. All right. Well, I want to mention some of the guests. This is not going to be an all-encompassing list. We don't have a time for that. But I want to mention some of them. And as I mention them, if there's any comments you want to make on them, we, you know, feel free. Interrupt me. Yes. Um, Jason Momoa. As of right now. As of right now. Jeff Goldblum. Um, I think that's very cool. I think Jeff Goldblum could be a fun I absolutely think so, star. too, yes. Elijah Wood. I'm actually kind of surprised at the fact that nobody really mentions Elijah Wood anymore. After the Lord of the Rings stuff and all the rest, you'd think he'd be a big star. But I really don't care that he's there. That's terrible because he was really, really good. And he'd probably be a great guest. And I have zero excitement. I don't know why. A weird one, Paul Rubens. How about you? Excited about Paul Rubens? Paul Rubens, I don't know. No, no. Not at all. Not at all. I would have been excited. Um, never, actually. I mean, I like P.B. Herman. I thought that was... The reason was movies funny. I yeah. laughed a lot, but it, since then, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, Norman Reedus? Is not going to show. Yeah. I mean, he's listed right now showing, still no date under it. Yeah. He's canceled at the last 20 years, whatever it is. I don't know. but <laughs> Maybe not that many, but I don't know what you mean. He's, he's canceled quite a bit in Orlando, yeah. so. Um, there's a bunch of wrestlers. I'm not going to name them by name because, well, it's a bunch of wrestlers. I don't know why. Dragon Con has them too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think it's. Dumb having the wrestler stuff there. I know Cena makes sense because he is going to be in Duke Nukem. He's done movies. Yeah, it okay. makes sense with him. He is a movie star as yeah, well. Yeah. Alexa Bliss is there. Um, a couple others. I'm like, they're just wrestlers. Yeah. Why? And I don't. I personally think it's wrestling as same kind of convention as uh, MegaCon. No. Now, if they wanted to do this, I could, I could take this. Um, at Dragon Con, the weekend before, they have a Dragon Con night at the Brave Stadium. Not everybody at the Braves Stadium watching a Braves game that night is is a Dragon Con fan. Right. But they have a night where they've gotten special ticket prices and are trying to encourage people who are Dragon Con fans who either are in Atlanta or can travel to Atlanta. They're trying to introduce them to baseball as well. Right. And go and have that event separate from the convention. Right. If there was wrestling going on here and they wanted to have, you know, Megacon night at the wrestling match, that makes perfect sense. It might but, be. I'm not sure. Wrestling. I mean, there's but a lot having of them, but having them there, I just don't get it. But anyway, that's that's one. Uh, Braun Strowman's there, and I know he's a wrestler. I don't follow wrestling. I used to follow back years ago, but I don't really follow it anymore. Yeah. I met wrestlers before them in the past, and I seen them. I seen Braun next to wrestlers that I met in the past, and Braun's actually bigger than those guys. The guys I met in the past are big. I just want to see how big this guy is in person. Yeah. I just want to see him stand up and just stand next to him. Like, wow, is he really that big? Big guy. Big guy. Um, Catherine Tate. 
I know you don't know Catherine Tate from Doctor Who, but yes, um, you do. she doesn't do many conventions, so I'm excited about seeing her. If I had to rank all the stuff I'm excited about, she would definitely fall into the short list of you know tip-top things because I might not ever get a chance to see Catherine Tate again. Um, Carl Urban. Carl Urban is one I'm not going to get to see him because he's opposite somebody else that are like maybe a Catherine Tate or somebody that I really want to see, which disappoints me because I have a feeling Carl Urban could be one of the coolest convention people to see. He, I don't really buy autographs, but I might actually get his. Yeah, because he's done a lot of great he's done, roles. He's done so much so stuff. So many. And again, I have so much respect for him when he insisted on keeping the mask on for Dread. Judge Dredd. Yeah, that to me that says okay, he cares about the material, even if he's not a fanboy. He cares about the material. I'm somehow betting he is a fan of all this stuff too. But and then he did such a great job as Doctor McCoy in Star See, Trek. You gotta wonder if, if he is a fanboy. I mean, he's on Lord of the Rings. He's on Star Trek. He's on Judge Dredd, or I guess it's called Judge Dredd. Yeah, yeah, Dredd. yeah. He's on um, other things. Ghost Ship. He's on that. He's on a lot of. Fanboy there, there was movies. a short lived TV series where he's the robot um, cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, buddy cop thing. I robot something like that. that I were talking about. But it, it was like that. It, Almost it was great. Human, I think it was. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. It was great. I loved it. It was a good show. Yeah. So. Um, so I hate that I'm going to miss him again, but one of these days. Um, a big one, probably probably the biggest name at the convention is, my, in my opinion, the biggest name because of a combination of who he is, what he's known for, and how rare it's going to be to see him, and especially with Carrie Fisher having passed away fairly recently, Billy D. Williams. Yes. So, I mean, Lando Calrissian. Yeah. And getting to see the original Lando on the weekend that the new Lando makes his big screen appearance. How long did somebody ask him a question why he wasn't in the new Star Wars movie? He's going to be asked that question. You know he's going to be asked that question. They might word it slightly different, but yes. Somebody's oh, yeah. going to ask him, they, they word know, it differently, hey, were you offered a part in it? Or you know, were you interested in a part in it? Or whatever. But, yeah, somebody will ask him that. Unless the moderator of the, at the panel asks before. Hey, what else. he feels about um, John, uh, Danny Glover as a... Uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, I'm sorry. Donald yeah. Glover as Danny, a... Danny Glover's too old for that movie. Yeah. As, I think Danny Glover's... Uh, you know, I think Glover's going to kill it as a man. put it that way. The movie comes out next week, too, for that matter. Yeah, it does. Um, Chris Williams, um, he's Black Lightning. Yes. He's going to be there. Uh, Jewel State from Firefly and other stuff, too, obviously. But um, Carrie Elways, the Dread Pirate Wesley. He was cool. huge back in the 80s. He's well, he, was also, he was also huge in between the 80s and now, but he lost the weight. Oh, he lost weight? Last time he was pretty big. He was thin, then he added weight, and then he trimmed back down. At least the last time he was on Psych, he had trimmed back down. The last time I saw him, anything was in the first Saw movie, I think. Right, it's been, since then, he's, he's come and gone on the weight. He was in Psych a number of times as a really cool character. I don't know if you ever watched Psych or not. But, I mean, he's done... I mean, Princess Bride is an all-time classic, yeah. if you ask me. So. Okay, Princess Bride, you bring it up. Yes, brought it up. Something that's driving me crazy here. And I won't say other conventions haven't done stuff just as stupid. But i gotta, I got to call them on this one stupid thing here. Okay, call them. There are three Princess Bride guests. Carrie Always is there. And while I can't remember the actor's name, I'm just horrible with names, the actor who played Humperdinck, you know, Prince Humperdinck, and the actor who played Fazzini, who you know, put together the whole plot to kidnap the princess and all in it. Spoiler alert in case you haven't seen the Princess Bride. She gets kidnapped. At the beginning of the movie, actually. Yeah, 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 I, know, I know. It's not really a spoiler <laughs> at that part we drop off. All right, so you have three of these people. How cool is that going to be to see all three of those people on the stage together? How Do you cool challenge them to pain? I don't know. But you know what's not going to be cool? We're not going to get to see all three of them on the stage together. Each of them have their own panel on separate days. Are they there separate? They're the same day, aren't they? They're, they're, they're there the same days. And I would like to go to Princess Bride panel, all of them. That would be great. Why? Why? But anyway, that's the way Megacon does it. That to me is, is shocking. In fact, along those same lines, Jason Momoa. 
who, assuming he shows up, doesn't have a panel scheduled. He has three photo ops and no panels. That panel, you know what it's going to be, though? And I'm, this is what, he's only there for Saturday, I believe, right? He's only there for one day. It is a money thing. Well, absolutely. And let's be real, his life autographs, you know what it is, it's going to be like, I think 75 bucks. Yeah, something is. like that, yeah. It's going to be just an hour, two hour long line. Yeah. And, and the photo ops is going to be just as long. He's going to alternate between autographing, photo op, autographing, photo op, autographing, photo op, leave. Right. I mean, that's pretty much what he's going to be doing. But based on all the stuff he's done, that could be such a cool panel. I would love his panel, but I can at least from a money again money standpoint, I understand it because if he does a panel when he's gone for an hour and plus you know take time to travel back and forth, yeah, yeah, gone from hour and a half, he's gonna be busy the entire time he's there. I do not see him getting a break other than the fact that there's other regular yeah, schedule okay. breaks. To make other fans happy, to get his autograph, to take a picture with him, you, know, you have to do that with him almost. Yeah. If he's there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, different story, I think. But he's only yeah. there Saturday. So that's. That's one that it, it just it drives me crazy. Me out, yeah, but I understand, it does. and I agree with you. But. Uh, I got just a handful of other ones I want to mention real quick that are really kind of cool. Amy Acker, still love Amy Acker. Fred, she'll always be Fred to me, even though she's had plenty of other roles. But from Angel, um, I just started Supernatural. I'm watching that season one right now. Yeah, she yeah she's that. she's good in everything she does. Absolutely. Um, Lucy Lawless. I was kind of I was kind of bummed that Gabrielle, uh, the actress played Gabrielle, is not going to be there, but Lucy Lawless is going to be there. Lucy, I'm thinking it's going to cancel now. I just. Listen back to me too as well. Like she might cancel. I yet. think this close we're pretty set, unless somebody I, comes up ill. Don't yeah. Mike Tyson cancel? For Mike Tyson, who cares? Oh, yeah. I mean, I like Mike Tyson, but um, Stephen Moyer. Um, and that kind of makes sense since Amy Acker's there and they're both on the gifted. Um, but somebody has to get up and with Stephen Moyer there in front of him. Okay, or whatever you know the True Blood thing, um, and one that's kind of cool I think, and I'm not going to say the name right. Kier Dulia. Care Dooley, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Anyway, he's most famous for being the person being asked this question. What are you doing, Dave? He was Dave. Um, in two thousand one, a space odyssey. That was Dave? No kidding. Yeah, so the actor who plays Dave is gonna be there. Huh. So that that's kinda cool. I've seen movie for a long time. Yeah, it's always been an awful long time. Then there's a ton of comic book guests, a, a ton of them. You know, the Jim Lees, Dan DeDios, Tom Kings. Ed McGinnis, Scott Snyder, Peter Tomasi. Um, Michigan Rob Layfield is one of the... Rob Liefeld. Um, I'm, there's, there's a ton I know of you want to see Rob Liefeld. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Neil Adams. Uh, Dave Dorman. Dave Dorman would be really cool. Um, he's the one who did a lot of the Star Wars covers. A lot of those very classic, beautiful, painted-looking Star Wars covers. Dave Dorman's covers are great. You know what I want to do, John Paul? What do you want to do? I want to go to Rob Liefeld and say, you know what, man? Because you, you probably buy a sketch from him or whatever it is. I'm sure they sell that. Yeah. Sketch me somebody's boots. Just their feet. Because <laughs> some reason he could not draw feet in his characters. He also couldn't draw arms coming off of a body in the right angle. Yeah, his anatomy, I don't know if he just failed that class or just what it's it was, something. but they were just huge bodies, huge torsos. Yeah. and just. If you ignored that, his motion on, this, on the page, he could get across the idea of action and motion. Oh, absolutely. Really well. But yeah. But he couldn't draw feet. When he draw them, they were like always in tippy toes, yeah. whatever it was. Um, his, and every girl and had a waist that was you know about two inches around but above and below the waist gigantic like get a chance look at the cover of x-force number one when okay. it first came out yep. and then look at the cover of young blood number one when it first came out same seriously thing. just look at look at the covers same cover it's it virtually is i'm yeah. like wow dude, you just can't you can't expand from that oh, can yeah. you oh, yeah. the he, art style. he copies himself left and right then on top of that there's a lot of anime guests you know the voice actors cosplay guests um internet celebrities um 
there is just and so we'll get many. more into details as, as this thing goes on. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of people going to be there, and then the parties. Are you looking forward to any of the parties? No, I'm not going to any parties. No, okay, I'm proud of either. But there are some cool parties, um, Madame Tussauds, and you can get more details on the MegaCon website. Okay, I would, I don't, I would love to go to these yeah. parties, but when you're with a seven year old yeah, girl, yeah, yeah, you kind of learn what you can do. Right, if you go to Mega. MegaConOrlando.com, I believe is what it is. Um, you can get all the details. There's a Madame Tussauds um, launch party where they're premiering the DC Universe uh, Madame Tussauds statues. So you got Gal Gadot, um, Ben Affleck. Who's Madame like Tussauds that. at? I don't have any idea. I'm assuming it's down on International Drive, but I've never seen it here. Maybe, I know where the one in Vegas maybe is. Maybe it is worth going to, that one. Oh, Would you be interested if I go? Um, Probably not. Probably not to the launch party, but going to Madame Tussauds. <coughs> yes, that would be very cool. We should do that after. Maybe Sunday, some of that after. Could be very cool. Um, there's a cosplay kickoff party that is at the Shearer Factory at 9 o'clock on Thursday night. My daughter's birthday, which she might go to that day anyways. Yeah. Um, Phantasmagoria. If you've never seen them, they put on an incredible show. It's very steampunk, Cirque du Soleil-like I would stuff. love to go to that one again. I just don't know for seven years. That one's on that Friday, one. the 25th. They have an after party after it. Um, there's Oasis After Dark on the 26th on Saturday. This is one that's for 21 and up only. Um, it's definitely going to be the more adult party of the group. And then on Sunday, Star Wars Galactic Nights over at Hollywood Studios. Which I would love to go to. It's going to be expensive as well. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say this for now. I don't want to go to that anymore. <laughs> Just to bring it up, Last Jedi has ruined Star Wars for me. It really has. Yeah. So anyways, yes. Yeah, we won't get into much of that. Um, panels. Yet. Um, I know you haven't looked at the schedule much, but are there any panels that you hope they have? Anything? Well, the voice actors, last year I believe it was Back to the Future. Was that right? I can't remember what it was. You're talking yeah. about where they do the script, script yeah, it was, reading? It was Back to the Future, and one year was like Princess Bride, actually. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it. We went to those. I'm looking forward to that this year. That's always my favorite panel. I love the panel. I hope they do it, but I don't remember seeing it on the schedule. If they did it, I missed it completely on the schedule. I need to go back and look. Yeah. Because that was fun. That, that, that's the favorite panel. Fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm asking this question now because this is one thing that's actually upset me from Megacom. I love Megacom. My favorite time of the year. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's my Christmas, pretty much. I love just. And just so you know, there's things about Dragon Con I complain about too. But I only complain about them if I really care about it and want it to be better. Sorry. I started going to Megacon when I first went to Florida back in like 2000 and what was it, 2002, whatever it was. Yeah, and I've been going every year since. And I admit it's got bigger since then. A oh, lot, a lot bigger since I first started going. When I first went, it was, you know, I went on a Saturday and you can just stretch your arms out and walk around. Yeah, it's probably 2,000 people versus 100,000 now yeah, or something. Yeah, it was insane. But one of my complaints this year is, I noticed this the last couple of years in particular, when you first went there, you know, years mm-hmm. ago, you bought your ticket, whatever it cost, 50 bucks, 80 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is. Whatever it is, yeah. And you're in. You're in MegaCon. Whatever you want to do MegaCon, you're in MegaCon. You're, you're going to go to this panel, you're going to go here, you're going to go there. Everything's included. Everything's included. It seems more and more each year... Well, now you can go to MegaCon, now you go to the showroom floor, but if you want to do these things, well, this costs extra money. That's the parties and, and other part, stuff, yeah. The party, not even that. This is panels as What's well. Your, last year, money. I think, um, uh, what's his name? Clerk's director, um, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith and... Um, Jason Mewes? And Jason Mewes. You had to pay extra to go to their talk last year. Yeah, and I think Stan Lee a few years ago had to do the same thing as well, something like that. But yeah, they, they seem it, to be trying out these different things. So it's not just the new ownership. The new ownership is expanding on that. right. Because I think it's a trend around the country to have all these separate paid events. And that's one thing I'm afraid of right now is that they're going to limit everything. You can go to the showroom floor for MegaCon for you know, X amount of dollars, but anything else is going to be X amount of dollars plus yeah. X, Y amount of dollars. Yeah. And that's what I'm afraid of is it keeps getting bigger. Less people will show up to that because like, what's well, this now? I'm, I pay extra money now yeah. for this when it was yeah. free a couple years ago. But they make more money in the process because, well, I lose your ticket, but I'm making extra money for this ticket. Yeah. 
And that's, I'm, I'm afraid this is going that way. I really am. It's not hit there yet, but it's, but it's, it's getting more trend. and more right now. And I'm hoping DragonCon doesn't do the same thing. It's, it's, not, it's a nonprofit, fan-run thing, so it has, it'll take longer to go there. But they do have several of those events before the convention starts. Like I said, they have the, um, Braves, before, the Braves Stadium. And it makes sense to pay for a ticket to go to the Braves game. Right. It makes sense to pay for the um, DragonCon night at the Florida, or not the, sorry, the Georgia Aquarium. You have to pay to get into the aquarium. Um, they have a special um, Labyrinth Ball the night before DragonCon starts. Those are all pre-events. The only thing that costs any money right now at DragonCon, except for the convention itself, is they have a um, Hall of Fame type night where they induct somebody into the DragonCon Hall of Fame from all the different guests, and it's a dinner. And if you want to go to that, and there's a limited number of tickets you have to pay, which again, you're paying for dinner. So again, it but makes again, sense. that makes sense though. Yes. But outside of that, I'm worried that are these things going to get popular enough that they keep creeping in? The same thing that's happening and here. It just seems. I remember one year, a couple of years ago actually, with one extra panel. I was like, "Well, you go to this panel." I've seen those Stanley panel. It costs extra money. I think it was Stanley. I'm not positive yeah. on that one. Like that's weird to me. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. And if they at least lowered their main price, like if you paid twenty five dollars for your main ticket, and then added on the two or three or four of the things you wanted to do to get up to a hundred dollars or more, that's different. But if you're paying $100 up front for your ticket, you really don't want to pay more. Because, like, for DragonCon, I pay $80 or $85 for my ticket for the entire weekend. At MegaCon, I pay $100 for my ticket. And the only parties that exist are the ones you have to pay for in addition. The DragonCon parties are all included. Yeah. So, at, again, I hate to compare them. They're very different conventions. Um, I'm, I am – that is a big worry of mine right now. I yeah. just – I think this year there's, like, three or four you to pay for extra. So it seems like they're adding one or two more. I'm like – so eventually, we any people yeah. any of these things just for. I know it's it, it is a worry, but we'll see. And hopefully, at least at least if they come along, kind of like the discussion about streaming services. So many different streaming services pop up. Yeah, I really don't want to have to pay for the entire CBS streaming service just for one show, Star Trek. It was really good, but I'm still looking for ways around having to pay for it. You know, pay for one month only and binge them all, or and other things like that. Right. But the DC streaming service. My plan is I have no problem paying for that one because I want to watch everything they're doing on there if they do a good job. But if, if they can do enough events that you don't mind paying the money, that's different. Right. I just hate it if it's well, we've added on a bunch of events to flesh out our night. And they're okay events. And if they're included in my ticket, I'd go and make the entire experience better. But I don't want to pay extra for them. Those are the ones I think we're most worried about. Uh, that's, that's my fear right now. So yeah. anyways, yes. Um, well, looking at the clock, we're about done here. Um, I will say that MegaCon has done a better job this year on panels than previous years. There are more. There's a bunch of cosplay panels. They're teaching you how to use Warbler and other materials. That's kind of cool. I do hope this year uh, – last year with the, with the panels, there was a big confusion thing. Oh, it yeah. seemed like a lot of the employees that didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And I, it's not their fault. It's just that, oh, I think this is line for this. Yeah. And the show is not 15, 20 minutes late. And then basically, in fact, you're in line for an hour-long show, but you see a half-hour-long show instead. They didn't do enough training on the volunteers. I, I think hope the that. But again, that was their first year, so I kind of understand, okay, maybe yeah. I'm hoping that gets fixed. It's not, nobody's fault. Everything's the first it year. It's just the how it is. is. I'm hoping that gets flushed out a little better. But I, I do think they're doing a better job this year. Looking forward to the Marvel and DC big photo shoots. Yes. Um, cross my fingers that we come out of this going, wow, that's the best mega account we've been to in years. I'd love every so. year to say that about every one of them. Absolutely. That's the hope. So, with that thought, what is our B-Man question of the week for well, next time? Another Megacon-related question. I asked this last year. I'm going to ask this again this year. All right. Probably a tradition, I think. Because you're a cosplayer. Yep. Think of this this way. If you're going to make a cosplay that you want 
anybody to recognize, or at least not anybody be heavily recognized. Right. But nobody's really done before. What would that costume be? Costume that nobody's, as far as you know, nobody's yeah, I done mean, before. I'm sure it's been done before. Basically, regardless. an obscure one from people executing it, but very recognizable the minute they see it. Yes. That type of thing. Yeah. So that's good. So that's the B-Man question. All right. So for John Paul. B-Man. And the Geeks Worldwide Network, this is the Old Titans. We are out of here. This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble!